0: Welcome back to Project Devils, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything as ASU Sun Devils. We're starting off today's podcast a little bit differently, as we have a rather interesting short story regarding today's hot topic. So in 2007, Jerry Adler, a writer for Newsweek magazine, reported on a sorority purge at DePaul University. As reported by Adler in December when the National DZ Office, alarmed by a drop in pledges at the DePauw chapter, concluded that the way to prop up its failing fortunes was to purge 23 of the 35 women in the house. Thatcher was promoted to what the sorority euphemistically called alumni status, even though as a size 8, she made the unofficial weight cut. There's no one left in that house bigger than a size 10, says Joanna Kieschnick, who left of her own accord. This is a prime example of today's hot topic on college campuses all across the United States. How are these social pressures to look or act a certain way in college frats and sororities affect incoming undergraduate students? Mental health is the main topic of today's discussion. Is the ridicule and constant negligence of the superiors truly worth becoming a lifelong brother or sister? Stay tuned to find out. Hello, my name is Rolando Camarillo, and today we will be discussing the social pressures that fraternities and sororities impose upon incoming freshmen and how they affect one's concept of self-worth. Diving into today's subject, the focus remains on the ideology behind conformity, as well as how living in the Greek life truly affects one as an individual. The Greek life isn't for many, yet according to Nicole Glass, a reporter of USA Today, Experts believe that approximately 9 million students across the country join a fraternity or sorority. Now, don't get me wrong, the idea of sororities and frats have been ingrained into the young minds of our generation for years, as movies, social media, and even siblings pose as a major reason to yearn for such experiences. Yet, is it truly all it's shown to be? Sororities, along with frats, have always been a staple in college campuses and are often promoted heavily, as stated previously. However, research has concluded that sororities may ultimately lead to conformity. Now, for those of you who don't exactly know the definition of conformity, in layman's terms, it is to comply with certain rules or standards. For example, in our case, Dr. David Francis Adams, alongside colleagues, wrote for the Journal of American College Health, stating several studies found that undergraduate women intending to rush compared with those not rushing endorsed significantly higher levels of body objectification, disordered eating attitudes and behaviors, body shame and social pressure. Furthermore, sorority women compared with non-sorority women have been found to have increased desire for thinness, pathological eating, and body dissatisfaction, leading young adult women to produce extremely unhealthy eating habits for the mere sake of fitting in. These eating habits can leave a long-lasting impression on them and can even further their mental health disorders far into the future some common effects being body dysmorphia, anorexia, bulimia, and can even stem into deep, deep depression. What most don't tend to realize, however, is that not only do these illnesses prolong other, more severe illnesses among these women for generations to come, yet it also leads to various external factors, such as physical and mental weakness, can take toll almost instantaneously even though i myself am not a female these unrealistic goals shouldn't come along with living the elwood sorority dream life now don't get me wrong sororities aren't the only ones to focus on when it comes to undergraduate conformity in the mere sake it makes them fit in According to Aldo Semino, who wrote an academic journal on fraternity hazing and the planned failure process, he states, American fraternities have long engaged in hazing, subjecting their prospective members to curious and painful ordeals. Many fraternities also appear to incorporate planned failure within their inductions, which is near impossible tasks where failure is punished with hazing. Hazing, according to Google's dictionary, is the imposition of strenuous, often humiliating tasks as part of a program of rigorous physical training and initiation. The rituals fraternities have to go through can leave a long-lasting impact on the graduate students, especially when painful punishment is involved and can lead to various mental problems, usually regarding self-esteem slash self-worth which in my personal experience has been extremely present throughout Arizona State University, specifically regarding the Tampee campus, as that is where I am currently living. Constantly on popular social media pages, we tend to see pledges, being arrested for certain dares they must do, or heavy drinking that could potentially lead to injuries, or even worse, death. Not for anything, but I rather opt out of fitting in rather than to call my mom to help me get a lawyer as I face charges for running down Mill Avenue completely nude. I guess in hindsight, what I'm trying to say here is ultimately be aware of what you, a student, is putting yourself through in order to one day not take orders from someone two years older than you in order to finally be accepted into a club. Conformity shouldn't be taken lightly, and the conformity tasks that fraternities and sororities impose on one are in no way, shape, or form outweighing the positives. Telling someone they're not good enough because of how they dress, look, or even talk can take tolls on someone's identity. As someone who has experienced similar judgment, it can leave a long-lasting impact that others don't tend to see. But hey, if you're joining one this semester or the next, good luck to you. Let me know in the comments your experiences with these organizations. I'd love to hear your opinions. As always, forks up sun devils and stay innovative.